You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. Andy Wizard of Whiskey himself, Mr. Shanglock. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Look, for all you listen today, I'm not an idiot. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk presented by... Bet US here with your break from the high resource five propaganda high resource five five propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Life is back on sports betters, and Bet US has your NCAA, NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year in live betting on all of it. Log in to betus.com or call 800 792 3887. That's 879 BetUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with our promo code. That's to the top talks promo code TTTT125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and on- online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Greetings and salutations, boys. Good to be here again. Not exactly sure what we're going to talk about this week, but uh, it's my favorite hour of the week, so let's roll. Right back at you. And the Wizard of Whiskey himself, Shane Lott. What's going on, gentlemen? It's uh, lovely to be here with you this evening. Uh, It is also my favorite hour of the week. Goodness, Um, man. I gotta yeah. go tinkle now. Thanks for yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if that's your new mic that you've been bragging about. That's picking up on the the pour, but but not only was the thump a little bit more high pitched and, and lively, but that pour um, got me thinking about pouring some of my own. Man, I say go for it. Um, it, it very well well may be the new mic. Uh, I apologize to everybody that listens over the last two weeks. It sounds like I've been talking out of a tin can, but I've been slowly changing my setup on this end. Uh, I used to communicate uh, to the guys broadcasting via smoke signal, and now I have joined uh, modern times and and have uh, the equipment to to make me not sound terrible. So uh, good to hear that it picks up some nice thumps. Uh, just got a text message from uh, yeah. Southern the one and only the the legend Car Shannon. He said, "Listening to the latest to the top talk that was last week's episode. On my way to Tupelo right now. Each of you chose the correct bowl experience as the best in the '97 Liberty, and the worst Shreveport was absolutely miserable. So, um, well, it's good to know that we're right about something. Yeah, <laughs> he. I was like, I, he said, you you got it correct when he said bowl and you got it correct. I was like, oh man." <laughs> Didn't keep up with uh, our picks this past week, except for except for Shane. Not not uh, not bad for some bloggers. Not not bad for some bloggers. Yeah, you know it's it's not like we're announcing uh, commitments that aren't happening or anything like that. We um <laughs> all of them, all of them. <laughs> but uh yeah, so so shout out to Car there cruising up. Um, I don't even know what their roads are up in near Tupelo. Um, doing a drive by at Matt Wyatt's place. I don't know what to. I don't know what to. I don't have a joke there. So uh, yeah, not a lot of Southern Miss news this week, but let's talk Southern Miss. That's what we're here for. That's what we are about. Uh, former Mississippi State defensive tackle Armandus Cooley announced via Twitter 
that he was committing to Southern Miss after entering the portal earlier this week. He, uh, he is he played his high school ball at Wayne County. So we've had some great um, Southern Miss football players from Wayne County High School. So it's we and we definitely need some some depth and contributors up front on the defensive line. Yeah, it's uh, he's got some decent size to him. Did I see he's got three years left? I believe he does have three years left. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, that's that's a nice chunk of time uh, for a big body. We definitely need it. Um, let's let's get uh, a couple more of those. Absolutely. And we are still, you know, uh, trying to locate some more linemen in the in the portal. Get some to come to Hattiesburg. So we'll see we'll see what happens there. Another interesting name that entered the portal, and and we're bringing this up because. There is some chatter. There has been some chatter in the past, um, although it does not feel like right now his likely destination is Hattiesburg. But former Ole Miss football player and uh, and former Oak Grove warrior John Rice Plumley has entered the transfer portal. Ole Miss um, had him playing at a receiver position. It is the word is he wants to play quarterback. Um, other rumored destinations include UCF and Indiana, according to the Ole Miss. Some of the Ole Miss media people. UCF appears to be the likely destination, but nothing is set in stone. So it is possible that he could end up in, in Hattiesburg or end up at any other, a number of places. So how do you guys feel about that? Um, well, I don't think that he has the experience that Hall said that is an absolute must if he takes a quarterback. He said he's got young, talented quarterbacks. He does have, you know, half a year of starting quarterback experience, but I don't think he really fits the mold of, of what we need is, is an exceptional athlete. I'd love to see him play baseball at Pete Taylor park. Um, I mean, I'd like to see him play football on the rock, but what he wants and and what we're looking for, I don't necessarily think match up. I may be wrong, but I I think think, everybody that I talked to, like from the O'Grove that watched him play, I didn't watch him play a ton. I saw the the championship game, um, a game or two here and there, but everybody that I talked to from there says he's like the best athlete they've ever seen come through O'Grove, which is pretty high praise, right? Um, I also know that, you know, he's not playing a whole lot. Um, And there's part of me, honestly, that wonders just a little bit as far as coming back here in the back of his mind. I feel like he would, if he chose to come to Southern Miss, he would kind of have to think or, or, or be pretty certain that he's not only going to be on both of the teams, football and baseball, but that he would play a whole lot, right? He's on both of the teams right now in Oxford. I'm positive if coming back, um, I mean, th- there's a little pressure there, is there not? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know? and yeah, and, you know, we're uh, definitely looking for some – options at center field uh in baseball and, and you know we need somebody up under center right yeah and i think too what the the intriguing thing about plumley plumley in, in the system is that i think will hall could definitely use him at quarterback i mean you look at what he did with the superbacks last year i mean plum sure. plumley definitely has it but i mean that was kind of the knock on him at Ole miss was his his um ability to throw the ball, but I mean, here you'd be competing with running backs, wide receivers, and defensive backs to take snaps. So I'd be interested to see what someone of his athletic ability could do with a with a Will Hall offense. That being said, 
you know, I think long term, uh, I think Keys has the higher upside at quarterback. But as far as an immediate need and someone who could be a weapon right away and could could really wreak havoc, um, you know, I think he definitely would be an interesting name. Now, there are some other names that that Hall is apparently going after. So, I mean, the the uh, mum is the word right now as in regards to who exactly we are chasing after. But I know that. You know, we're we've been after a number of quarterbacks that have been in the portal. So who's to say who the best fit is for us? I really don't know who it's going to be. I really don't know. But, uh, you know, it's definitely there's definitely been some chatter from some of the Southern Miss and, and local faithful this week when it com- comes to Plumley. I know that you take as many good football players as you can get on your football team. Right. And if, if there's any head coach that I would think could just take that it's kind of like the Sean Payton situation right it's funny how there's so many parallels between the Southern Miss football team and the Saints like all the time I don't know if it's because that's the two teams that I watch the most but it seems like there's always kind of something similar going on you've even heard Coach Hall make references to uh, Sean Payton throughout the year um, and here they are uh, pretty much having to run a super back <laughs> you know so um, I don't know it, it, it would be cool having him on the team I, I would I'm just hesitant to say that that any one player coming in is the savior, right? I, I, I feel like I've heard a lot of that. No, yeah, totally uh, agree. Totally chatter, agree with that. You know, yeah. and, and and I don't, I wouldn't want to put the pressure on him for that. Wouldn't, um, and or anybody, you know, this is a. Uh, but like I said, you'll take all the good football players that you can take, and and he's damn sure a good football player. So, how will we use him? I don't know, but that's kind of the intriguing part too. Um, I mean, would he be okay with sometimes? Uh, getting the snap, sometimes being motioned out to the slot. I mean, can you imagine a scenario where two of them are back there? Say it's Gore and uh, and and Plumley back there, and you might not even have anybody behind center. If you do, you can motion somebody out and then have somebody else behind the center. Um, and then not to mention uh, the other playmakers that we have. Um, where are you going to fit Rambo Willis in that thing next year once um everybody gets back healthy? So it's Pittman. it's it, it, Pittman. Goodness, yeah. Yeah, Pittman. Um, he might be the best of all of them. So it's cool, but, yeah, I, I would just like to just uh, just kind of just simmer down the, the talk of, you know, if we get him. If we get – it was first it was if we get Miles Brennan. There was chatter like, that's it, championship. I'm going, ah, he's a really good player, and we'll take him. But I'm not positive that, you know, puts us to 12 wins next year. Same with Plumley, but we damn sure taken. But let's just you know simmer down just a little bit. Yeah, I mean we only had you know we had what three wins last year. I mean it's kind of tough to really have the expectations of of champ. You know even though it's kind of expected among Southern Miss faithful every year that we're going to win a championship every time every year we take the field. Um, but yeah, there there is you know I think for me I'm perfectly fine with Ty Keys, but I am worried about the depth at quarterback if he gets hurt again or we're going to have another situation like we did this year so i definitely would love to see us get somebody sure in the mix in some capacity um but Man, there's so many quarterbacks out there though i mean it seems like uh, uh who was it um kid from oregon uh that is originally from alabama was he a quarterback 
that just jumped in the portal. I mean, there's there's guys jump quarterbacks jump into the portal left and right. It seems like there's players jumping in the portal left and right. Marshall's quarterback is in the portal. Dude right. started for yeah. two years and uh, is in the portal now. So um, it's it's the wild west out there. It may not be done. I mean, bowl season is just wrapping up for some teams. You got. Uh, as we record, LSU and Kansas State are playing the last one before the championship tonight. Uh, you never know what's going to happen, and and we don't have to sign them right now. I mean, uh, uh, signing the the second last signing period is in February, um, so there's there's time to find that person if there's going to be that person. I I really feel like uh, Hall wants to have an older quarterback in the room, uh, but it's got to be the right fit. So we'll we'll see. But, uh, yeah, everybody that, that pops up on Twitter is not a lock for USM. Uh, and we don't need to be making future plans about what their locker is going to look like. Uh, take a deep breath. It's going to be all right. Yeah. The, the quarterback from Oklahoma uh, has entered the yeah. portal. Um, and, and from what I understand, he's entering the portal. But I think he told them, like, look, you can still recruit me. It's just, it's just such a it's just so weird. It's so yeah. weird to me. And I don't know if this is this is stems from the the n is it nil nil name image likeness because the other one's the national letter of intent i've been used to saying nli for you know 30 years so now i'm nil it gets me confused but i I think it kind of stems from there especially with guys like the oklahoma kid williams or i think that's his name um you know i will enter the portal uh but you can still recruit me that's basically saying like who's gonna pony up right Um, well not necessarily in that case, and and maybe so. Maybe he's like, ah, there's a better opportunity out there possibly. But I feel like if a school's going to throw money at him, they're not going to throw any more money at him than Oklahoma. I mean, uh, Dupree, uh, his mom got a, a car and a trailer out of Oklahoma, so uh, uh, you know they're they've they've been slinging money for a long time. Not only now that it's legal, but. Uh, they their their coaching situation you know is changing there the conference situation is changing there uh there's there's a lot different at Oklahoma than when that kid signed on even like a year ago <laughs> so uh yeah. you know i i kind of most of the time default to leaning towards the stance of you know these are these are 18 to 22 year old kids for the most part uh, a lot of bad decisions are probably going to be made. There's a lot of guys in the portal that are not going to find a home that thought they were going to better their situation. And I mean, they're going to drop down two levels to play football more than likely. Um, you know, they'll, they'll land at D three and NAI schools uh, when they were on a D one roster. And, and maybe that's a better situation for them. Maybe it's not, but uh, they've, they've got to look out for themselves because a coach can take a job at any point in time, triple his salary and move out of town the next day. There's no guarantees. Uh, so you kind of I, I like the one time transfer rule. Uh, I, I think if you get past that, then it, things really start to get crazy. But you got to let a, a kid that that realizes they're in a situation they didn't want to be in. You got to give them an out to to let them go somewhere that they're happy and. I mean, some kids are going to bounce around and, and it, it sucks for the fans. You, you know, you, you get attached to players. Luckily in college, you know, for the most time we get them four or five years tops anyway. Uh, so the, the, they're not going to be there forever. And you just kind of got to wish those guys well, but it, it, 
this it, it's a whole new world out there for damn sure. It's sure. Uh, it's crazy. So hey, here's the uh, this week in uh, coaching fruit basket turnover. So Southern Miss hired Liberty offensive line coach Sam Gregg to be um, to be our offensive coordinator slash O line coach. So who replaced Sam Gregg as the offensive line coach at Liberty? Former Golden Eagle offensive coordinator Chris Klanakis. Talk about a blast from the past. I mean, we're talking like 20 years ago. Um, so yeah, Chris Klanakis is the new offensive line coach at Liberty, replacing Sam Gregg, who is now the offensive coordinator slash offensive line coach at Southern Miss. And Klanakis was our offensive coordinator, right? Yes. Under Bauer. Yes, under Bauer for what? From probably um. 2000, 2000, 2001-ish till about 2004-ish, maybe? Mm -hmm. Something like that? So, yeah. Interesting. Weird. And and he just left where? South Alabama? I think so. I mean, he's he's been all over the map. He's had quite the... um, I think he's built quite the resume as far as... All these coaches, I mean, yeah. they, go, they, they bounce and bounce and bounce. It's a, it's, a, it's a different life for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So as we mentioned on the show the past few weeks, there's been some chatter of a move, early move to the Sun Belt for the four schools that will be entering the Sun Belt, Southern Miss, Marshall, Old Dominion, and James Madison. Nothing official has been announced yet, but there's been – a lot of chatter about the move to the Sun Belt in July of 2022. So, with that, there has also been some chatter that um, the Conference USA could possibly take away the Conference USA tournament from being hosted in Hattiesburg this spring. Right. And there is some smoke there that that we've learned that that actually could be a possibility no word on if it's going to happen if is it going to happen if we make the move sooner rather than later if we announce the move sooner rather than later if that will have an impact no word on that again this is all speculation but it isn't just um wishful thinking on the part of tech fans trying to make up imaginary petitions that have no weight right and if if something does happen uh i can't you know It'll be hilarious watching that guy, you know, toot his own horn, saying that he was the reason or whatever. But I, I can't reveal who I was talking to uh, when I was we were having this conversation. But very, very good source. And I just posed the question uh, very simply, just in, in, in simple conversation. I said, you know, if like, what are the chances that uh, that this thing gets pulled? Talking about the Conference USA baseball tournament, and he said, you know. Um, Let's just, for instance, if we were to announce next week, uh, it wouldn't shock me if that were to happen. So and I don't think anything is going to shock us. We were talking before the show that a few years ago, I think it was basketball where the rules were kind of changed right before the end of the year on who exactly got into the tournament. Uh, and, you know, and, and there there was there's some uproar about that. And they just really didn't care. They just changed it anyway. And that was during the season. So to think that they couldn't, you know, pull something before the season even starts, uh, I, I, I mean, that's nothing. I, I would, I would put nothing past 
uh, what Conference USA uh, would do from that office there because we've seen it happen. No, absolutely. No, nothing shocks us in Conference USA. And, hey, I mean, like, in all likelihood, you would you would hope that it wouldn't happen. But, again, it's Conference USA. It, 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 nothing nothing would surprise me at this point in regards. That wouldn't shock me if they moved it to Jacksonville State. <laughs> Just out of spite. Well, their baseball stadium's got to be nicer than UTSA's. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. What, well, well, they'll see. We won't see. They'll see. Um, sorry, let's take a break for a minute. Talk, give a word from our sponsor. So we have a new sponsor joining us here in the To The Top Talk family this week. Cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about upgrading your grooming routine for the new year? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code TTTT for 20% off and free shipping. So our friends at Manscaped sent us all welcoming packages Um and it was an actual four year packages four year packages <laughs> uh so so we we have uh we have we are now seasoned i guess as you would call it um so yeah very good products i mean the the trimmer works really well top notch top notch trimmer they have some other uh things to help make you smell good uh Shane can talk a little more about that yeah, yeah, actually, I can. <laughs> I've I've used everything that they send me in the box. Uh, I wore the well, I have not worn the T-shirt yet. I take that back. I've worn the underwear. The underwear, underwear is very comfortable. Very they comfortable. Are very com- um, the trimmer. Okay, look, uh, I'm not going to get too graphic. I'm not going to gross anybody out. But as I kind of alluded to last week, is 2021. We need to get over some stigmas when it comes to to men's grooming. You need to quit being a bunch of hairy ape men out there. Uh, walking, it's, it's Mississippi for most of you. I know, uh, we got listeners all over the place and I don't live in Mississippi anymore. It still gets warm in, in North Carolina summers, but I know how hot it is like nine months of the year in Mississippi. You're just a big sponge of stank and, and you need to take care <laughs> of that. The trimmer as, as, as a hairy individual, uh, my poor wife, uh, I know she loves me because, uh, every couple months, She's got to take a trimmer after my my first sweater on my back so I don't scare kids when we go to a swimming pool. Uh, and I actually had her do that with the uh, the little man mower uh, trimmer and the best trimmer I have ever used for that application. Not exaggerating at all because they're a sponsor. I'm being serious. It's got a cool little like light built into it. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then besides the trimmer being awesome, uh, the uh, the uh, the little deodorant for down there you can smell it on your hands smells nice. Uh, oh, this is fun. Got to be an upgrade. Uh, <laughs> and and the spritz uh, is is nice too. So uh, they they got some cool stuff. Glad to be involved with those folks. What's that, Mr. Arrington? So they sent us the lawnmower 4.0, right? Uh huh. That's the electric trimmer that we've got. Yep. Uh, they also have. Something called the Weed Whacker. It's a nose and hair trimmer. 
And it uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system to provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which prevents nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Oh, my. So uh, I've, I've seen I've seen the demographics on our listeners. I know we, we likely have some nose and ear hair issues. So that's something you're interested in. Definitely check this out. Um, so whether your re- resolution is to work out more or to travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for our exclusive 20% off plus free shipping offer when you use our code TTTT. Cheers to grooming with the best in 2022. Get 20% off again and free shipping with the code TTTT at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping, manscaped.com. TTTT. It's a new year, new me in 2022 with Manscaped. Now, bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now with 125% bonus by using promo code TTTT125 or a 200% bonus with crypto by using our promo code TTTT200. <clears throat> bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BETUS.com. You bet you win, you get paid. BetUS. All right, so the picks of the week. The the gap got a little smaller this week, and not just because of Manscaped. Shane had a pretty big week this week. He had 12 wins, following Jason had nine wins, and I had six wins. So as of right now, I am at 82 wins. Mathematically, no way possible I'm catching either one of these two. Shane up to 92 wins. Bump sitting at 93 wins. So Bump still the lead dog. <laughs> By one game, we've got one game going on right now, uh, Louisiana State and Kansas State. It appears that Kansas State is up right now. Uh, seven Who did I pick in that one? You picked Kansas State. You picked Kansas State three and a half. And when we made those picks, I mean, I think I was going to take Kansas State anyway because it was the last pick and you picked, or I was going to pick LSU. Um, but I didn't know LSU was going to have 39 scholarship players available and not one of them was a quarterback. I feel like I got a little cheated on this one. LSU, you should have canceled this game. <laughs> so we've got one game left in college football this in, in college football this season. So that's going to be our pick of the week. So we're going to pick the line in this game where you're going to pick the over and under. And then in case of a tie break, a tie, we are going to have a score prediction. So, uh, so, something to think about here. So, if Kansas State holds on and beats Louisiana State, then that means for this to end in a tie, Jason would need to get both predictions wrong for the Georgia-Alabama game. Shane would need to get both predictions correct. And then Shane would also need to predict a better score than Jason does. So, could get really interesting here. So, so without the Kansas State game going right now, well, so, so I see what you're saying, right? Um, I was thinking that I was one up, and we just have one more game to pick, which is true, but we still have the other one going. Could be, likely will be. I don't know. You know, you you saw Southern Miss when they got down to the, the zero quarterbacks and uh, scholarship players and all that. End of the season two and up. I mean, it is a uh, seven. So, hey, yeah, are you guys watching it right now? I mean, yeah, I've got it. I've here. got it on over my shoulder. I, so, are they, the are they going superback? I've got the Pelicans. Uh, no, on. they've got know. a wide receiver playing uh, playing quarterback. Um, I think he played some quarterback in high school. 
But uh, Kansas State is up seven to nothing at basically the start of the second quarter. Uh, and LSU should have had an interception just a second ago, but he tipped the ball and a Kansas State receiver caught it. So was this ball game postponed or something? Why is this ball game happening right now? This is the latest this is where, one. This is where it was supposed to be. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, time like, of possession at this point in the game, a little over three minutes for LSU and like 13 minutes for Kansas State. You remember back in the day when we, we played, the, the Mobile Bowl was like the last game before the championship. Oh, you're right. Very so, right. So I guess this this uh, state versus state matchup is now now taking the role. So, so like I said, on, on the season, Jason up by one on Shane. So we've got one game left. So we're going to get started with this one. The the money line here. Georgia is a three-point favorite against Alabama. Jason, you are the lead dog, so you will get the first pick. Okay. So, um, and I elicited some advice uh, for this game uh, off of Twitter beforehand. And a few people responded. Before I get to that, um, I did a little bit of research, like I always do. And um, both teams, well, here's the deal. You know, both teams are really good. Both teams score a lot. Um, both teams are really good defensively. One has Munkin on it. One has Saban on it. Uh, and some actual research. Both teams are actually 8-5 and five against the spread this year. Here's one difference. Opponents, points per game. Georgia, opponents, points per game, 9.6. Alabama, 19.2. A little bit of a disparity right there. Of course, um, Alabama is Georgia's only defeat this year. Beat them by, what was it, 42, 21, 21 24. 41, 24. So, yeah. Uh, which, well, you know, so you got to think, was that an apparition? Um, do they just have Georgia's number? And then you always, uh, it, it always goes back to it's really hard to beat the same team twice in one year. All of this comes into play. Um, it's a game that I'd never, ever, ever, ever watched this final game, especially when it's two teams from that league. I feel like, Having Munkin on one of the teams gives me a little bit of reprieve there from the embarrassment or just uh, myself feeling sad about watching it. Um, so uh, one thing that can happen uh, if if you're if you're Georgia is Bryce Young going for 421 yards again. That can't happen. I don't think it will. It's the one time that Georgia gave up that uh, kind of performance this year. So I'm going to take Georgia um, because I just think it's going to be tough for Bama to do it again. And I'm going to take the over because that over uh, both teams are, are, you know, kind of average near that point total anyway. So I'm taking Georgia and I'm taking the over. Do you want my tiebreaker now? Should we wait on that? Yeah, go, yeah give me your score if you're ready okay. for it. So, <laughs> so I got Georgia. I got the over. My tiebreaker, the number I have written down right here is really high. I'm kind of rethinking that uh, as we speak. Um, but the, uh, the 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 tiebreaker that I have is – how are we going to do this tiebreaker? Hold on. Like, is, this, is this like I have to get closest to the to both scores or the uh, – like how's the, how's the tiebreaker system work? Yeah, closest to both scores. Closest to both scores. The offenses are going to be – the last time these teams played was like a month ago. So – And they scored 65 points. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to rethink this real quick, and I'm going to go uh, tiebreaker of 38 to 30, Georgia. All right. Shane. Man, felt uh, a little bit like our friend Dr. Jim Cole there for a second. I was like, oh, man, I was sitting here listening to this guy pick games for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, I was out of whiskey and waiting to thump. It got a little long-winded and something that I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. Oh, that's uh, – I don't worry, man. I don't ever get long-winded. Um, I think I just got long-winded about grooming your body hair, so – it's all right. Uh, interesting facts about your back hair, though. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, again, it's 2021. Uh, I've I've been married for a long time. My wife's not going anywhere. Uh, I'm I'm not embarrassed about stuff like that. <laughs> so I'm um, I'm just gonna open open the floodgates and and uh, make it a, a subject we can talk about. Because uh, I mean, really, uh, I know most of you. Uh, guys out there in my same situation, even if you don't want to admit it, and uh, it's a really good trimmer. So I'll I'll leave. Uh, they're they're not paying us enough for this many plugs, uh, so we're gonna move on. But uh, I'm gonna go with Bama uh, because bump bump with Georgia. But I really uh, I, I like Bama in this situation. Um, uh, the only research I did was uh, read some uh, Patty McGee tweets earlier where he kind of did some comparisons uh and it's got me feeling good about alabama just with their talent level and uh and their quarterback situation and so i I think bama is gonna take both from them um i I would like to see munkin win a national championship so i won't be that upset if if it doesn't go the way that i pick but uh, i'm gonna go with bama and then i'm also gonna go with the under and um, I'm going to say that uh, the score is going to be 23 to 13. Wow. So you you say Bama 23, you Uga 13? Georgia 13. I wonder Monk has you blocked. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with uh, – so – an interesting matchup in this game. See, Georgia's offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin, versus Bama's defensive coordinator, Pete Golding, who was a safeties yeah. coach under Munkin. So you have the the uh, teacher against the pupil. So mm. that that's definitely an interesting matchup in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I probably honestly don't know that I, I really don't watch this game very often. I may flip it flip it on if while I'm changing channels. Uh don't really anticipate watching it. So I'm gonna just root for Todd Munkin and I'm going to pick him. I am going to also go with the over and then I'm going to go um final score Georgia three Alabama nothing. <laughs> I uh well then uh Georgia wouldn't beat the spread, would they? Didn't no they spread three and a half? No, they wouldn't. They know it's three straight up. So no, okay. they they wouldn't beat it in that case, but but that that's what you think the score will be. Yeah, that's what. So I think <clears throat> I think Georgia wins by three at least. I'm going to say the over of 52, but I'm going to pick Georgia three and Alabama nothing. Okay. So I'm just making sure all my bases are covered. Last pick. Okay. Gotcha. I like, I, I like it. Um, Broad brush. Yeah. 
I like it. Uh, before we we close the segment, I want to I want to I wanna make uh, a change to my score. I don't okay. like my thirteen number. I want to go Alabama twenty three, Georgia twenty. Okay, I'll allow it. There we go. Okay, you know, most Jason. Are picking most, I, I, I'm going to stay with all my things, but I do want to at least recognize the people that tried to give me some some advice uh, on Twitter. Uh, Marty Wyndham. Uh, the the winner of the season tickets, right? Yeah. At the beginning of the year, Mar- Marty had a very good point. He said, take Alabama. If Bama wins, you win. If Bama loses, everybody wins, <laughs> which is a very good point. Then our good buddy, Derek Gwynn, uh, he said, Bama, not that I am for them, just don't bet against Saban. So <clears throat> I'm damn sure betting against Saban. I'm damn sure betting on Munkin. I'm betting on a trend. I, 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 it's, it is really hard to beat somebody twice in one year, and I just can't imagine a scenario where a, a defense as good as Georgia's uh, will look that bad. Um, they gave up 24 points in the second quarter last last time. I just I don't I just don't think that's possible. So it'll probably happen, and Shane will probably beat me in the very last <laughs> the very last scenario possible. But um, oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Ooh, there he is with that mic again. He must have got up close on that one. This is what I, yeah. this is this is what I would have. So now we are we are secure with with the numbers. The the your your choices are in. But Final Jason, answer. Jason, you had the you had the leverage here. So what I would have done because let's say that Kansas State beats Louisiana State tonight, you're up two games. So Shane would need to win both of those two. He would need to win the Georgia. He would need to, he would need Alabama to win and he would need the under. So if that were to happen, then I would have done an insurance pick and I would have picked Alabama to win uh, over Georgia, but I would have had it under 52. So that covers your bases. If you Ooh. if you were to lose, you would have had that insurance of of the tiebreaker. So too late yeah, now. Never 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 crossed my mind. Uh, is this kind of like in the in final jeopardy? This kind they're of sitting yeah, over there and like the like, guys like the guy that would be the hardest part for me is when the final Jeopardy guys like they're like, well, let's, you know, they get, they get the answer and they say, well, let's see what he wagered. And he's like, he wagered $6,321. Like, where did he come up with that? Well, the deal is if, if he would have missed it, the other guy would have gotten his completely right. He would have still won by a dollar. Right. 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 So, yeah, I did not factor that in. Well, we'll uh, see. It's we'll now see. Kansas State 14, LSU nothing. Mm. All right. Feeling, feeling better. So let's move on to Southern Miss men's basketball. Uh, last week's Thursday and Saturday games were against Western Kentucky and Marshall were postponed due to COVID protocols within the Southern Miss program. Um, so those games will be made up at a date TBA. Also interesting notes, the Golden Eagle basketball hotline went remote starting this week. So I guess they're going to record from the athletic center as opposed to being live on location at walk-ons, which is what they've done. The, they did last year during the COVID year. So you, you can check out that podcast on the Southern Miss athletics podcast feed. Um, they'll, they'll put it out there at some point during the week. So yeah, it's uh, as far as the men go, not much action this past week. We've got some, Games on the slate coming up. We'll see. We'll see whether or not, as of right now, they're anticipated to happen. So this Thursday, we are at UTSA. That game is at 7 p.m. on Thursday, January the 6th. 
TV is listed as TBA, so hopefully it is uh, not the TV crew that put together the baseball field at UTSA. Um, <laughs> then on Saturday, January the 8th at 8 p.m., Southern Miss at UTEP also. TV is TBA on that as well. So we will see what happens this week if they if they play. Uh, you know, Jay, Jay Ladner did say that Isaiah Moore did test positive and he, he did have some mild symptoms. I'm not sure about the rest of the team. Um, so hopefully we're able to, I mean, and, and everybody's having a, a problem right now with, with COVID scares. I had, I had a scare at my holiday, my family gathering for the holidays. Uh, you know, um, it's not a surprise that it's, it's been an issue a lot of places. Hopefully we have the protocol in, in place to, to keep it under control and, and, Hopefully the, the ability to play some basketball. Yeah, that's the men are not the only one that have been hit by it. The women had four players out for one game and five players out for another game last week. Um, so it's I mean, they barely had enough to play. Uh, so it's it definitely hit our basketball programs hard. And like you said, it's all over the country. It's it's hitting teams hard. I mean NBA. NFL, I mean, it's it's just something that you have to deal with right now. So uh, women's basketball, we did get some basketball in this week. We might not get any in uh, this this coming week, but we did get some basketball in last week. Shane, do you uh, have any updates on women's basketball? Yeah, I do. Um, unfortunately, after riding a five-game win streak to start the season off eight and two, uh, the Lady Eagles have dropped their last three. Uh, starting, well, not starting with, we're going to jump in the middle of that three-game losing streak because the other one happened last week. But uh, Thursday, December 30th, they opened Conference USA play at Western Kentucky. Uh, Lady Eagles walked out of there with a 88-98 to loss. Malia Grayson had a career high of 24 points and added 10 rebounds for her third double-double in the last four games. Destiny Smith also had a career high with 15 points. Uh, and 88 points being a, a season high for the Lady Eagles as a whole. Uh, as I mentioned just a, a second ago, uh, they were missing four players from this game. Uh, it, it wasn't stated that that was specifically COVID related, but uh, you would have to think that at least a chunk of that was. Uh, and then a note on the opposition, just because <clears throat> it's it's impressive. Uh, Western Kentucky has a... Uh, senior Mariel Abdel uh, Kawad. Ab, ab, Abdel, Abdel Kawad. There we go. Uh, let's try that one more time. <laughs> Mariel Abdel Kawad. I, I made that a lot harder than it should have been, uh, but scored 36 points. Uh, career high. So uh, she absolutely went off. I, I looked her up just because I was like, that's an unbelievable amount of points. She's a senior from Egypt and uh, actually had played ah. on the Egyptian national team. Um, wow. So I've been with her program a long time. Uh, I, that's impressive performance <laughs> by her. Hate the Lady Eagles were, uh, were the target of that because probably without that, we win the ball game. Uh, then the next game, Saturday, uh, New Year's Day at Marshall, uh, Lady Eagles took a 55 to 72 loss to the female thundering herd, the lady herd. What what does Marshall what does Marshall call their their women's sports programs? Hmm. The um, women herd, herd. The, the word, the word, the bird is the word. Bird is the word. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, as, as, and again, as I mentioned earlier, we were missing additional player to take that count up to five for this game. Uh, Dominique Davis was our high scorer with 16. Uh, the herd took a 19 point lead at the half and, and that was really just too much for us to come back from. Uh, but that was off a of five for seven from three point range during a 20 to two run. So, uh, really that's, that's where they sealed the deal and kind of put us away. Uh, got hot from three-point land, and it really hurt. Uh, the Lady Eagles were able to cut it to 11 going into the fourth quarter, but just uh, just couldn't get any any closer than that. Uh, they did have two games scheduled coming up for this week. Thursday, the 6th versus UTSA is still on as of right now. UTSA currently sits at 4-9. and nine. Uh, There was a game scheduled for Saturday, the 8th versus UTEP. Uh, UTEP sits at nine and three currently, but that game has been postponed as of today. So uh, the Lady Eagles are scheduled to play Thursday. We'll uh, we'll see if that game happens, uh, but hopefully against a four and nine UTSA squad, they can get back in the win column and, and get things going right. Currently stand at eight and five, zero oh and two in Conference USA play, and three and zero oh in Sun Belt play. So the game the game Saturday was is canceled, right? The game postponed. Postponed, right? The game Thursday, as of right now, is still on. Uh, mm-hmm. Thursday night is Lamar County night. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess I don't know. Are they going to have Cuevas catfish or something catering, or what? what <laughs> what's the? Uh, what's well, the, it depends on what part of Lamar County you're in, sir. That is a that that is a tall, skinny county. Uh, and a lot like states like Louisiana, depending on what part of it you are geographically, is a completely different area. Are you got go- Quavis <laughs> catfish down there in the southern part. Uh, I mean, are you you polishing up your, your pineapple to sit out front in the northern part? Uh, <laughs> I mean, different strokes for different folks in, in different parts of Lamar County. Movie star restaurant. You know, I was I was thinking about starting my own cult. Hey, uh, in West Hattiesburg, I'm going to call it Bellgrass. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Hey, so I know a lot of uh, cult members from that cult. I do too. I do not too. trying to um, make a joke here, but I googled what a female buffalo is called. Oh, here we go. Thundering herd, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so a female buffalo. <laughs> female buffaloes are called cows. They stand approximately five feet tall and weigh a thousand pounds. Well, I'm going to assume that if you Google what a male buffalo is called, it's going to tell you it's called a bull. It is. (laughs) Um, Six feet tall and two thousand pounds. Uh, Part of Swayze Bozeman's family, uh, my Uh my extended family up in the Madison area. uh, My great grandmother. Uh, and, and, uh, her, she had a bunch of daughters. Uh, my grandmother was the oldest of, oh, I'm going to miss one, five girls, five, six girls. Uh, it's, I'm, I've been drinking whiskey. It's too much to count. I believe it was six, but, uh, big rodeo family, uh, into horses and cows and all that. My great grandmother had a beefalo that roamed around in the pasture behind her house, uh, which is now the middle of Madison, which is nuts. Uh, but yeah, you can crossbreed a cow and a buffalo. A beefalo. A beefalo. I did not know where you were going with that. You about your grandmother and her f- sisters and us talking about cows, and I didn't know what you were about to get into there. Um, definitely beefaloes. Definitely beefaloes. All right. It, so 
the Saturday game against UTEP was supposed to be Forest County night, but that has been postponed. So Lamar County, have at it. It is it is your time to shine. <laughs> All right. Do we have uh, you guys have any shout outs this week? Uh yeah, yeah I, 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 all I have is one shout out. I have um, so I went to the Cowboy Mouth show in Jackson over the weekend up at Dueling Hall. It was awesome, and ran into the the great uh, uh, Raymond Reeves. So former writer at the uh, Clarion Ledger, maybe he's still a writer. They still have writers. Anyway, uh, I, he was a writer. He's a good one, and he still is, I guess. So ran into him, had a good time. I appreciate him coming by and giving me a to the top while I was there, which I got a few of those, by the way. So it was neat and uh, good to see him. Good to finally meet him in person. So I wanted to make sure I gave him a shout out. Oh, you know, and he actually, he ordered a uh, Superback shirt. Very cool. Very cool. He ordered like two weeks ago and it still hadn't come in. So he was like, hey, man, what's up? I'm like, dude, it's not like I make them in my garage. (laughs) But but anyway, no, super nice guy and very nice to meet him. I think we're supposed to have a sale coming up on the on the website. I'll I will I will look into that and post, but I believe we do have a sale coming up. Shane, do you have any shout outs? Uh yeah, I do. Uh shout out to uh to soccer coach Carly Malden. Uh got asking Jamie to run errands for me today uh in Hattiesburg tomorrow to go meet up with her to grab some Southern Miss uh soccer scarves. But uh if anybody's interested in a Southern Miss soccer scarf, they look pretty cool, uh hit her up. On Twitter, Coach Carly M. And uh, she said when I talked to her today that they had uh, several of them around for people to grab. So go show your Southern Miss spirit, support the soccer team, and uh, get a, a really cool piece of Southern Miss gear. I think that you know she's. They're going to do a sale again at some point. So I will. We'll definitely try to keep you guys up to speed. Uh, Those are really good looking too. Yeah, they are. They're sharp. And for anybody, you know, I'm not a scarf guy. Uh, but after I watched Ted Lasso, and you every time they cut away to the stands or those guys that hang out in the pub they always go to, they always, like, got that scarf going on. So, yeah. you know, uh, I'm about to have to be going out to um, Tatum Park for uh, Jack's soccer stuff this time of year. So I could probably use one of those scarves, wrap it around me, soccer it up. My, or is my it football? little girl. When does it become football? When does it become football? Well, I guess when you cross the border. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, out there at at, the, at Tatum, it's the Hattiesburg Football Club, right? Yeah. yeah but yeah. That's what I was gonna say. You gotta you gotta have the scarf of the club you support. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's just a necessity. So jump on the the Southern Women's, Southern Miss Women's Soccer bandwagon and get you a cool looking scarf. Shane, do you have any do you have any shout outs or did you already give yours? You uh, that was Carly, that was your Carly shout out was my shout out. Yeah, uh, I can go ahead uh, before you start messing with me and say what I've been drinking on. Because um, <laughs> uh, Jamie likes to mess with me when I drink. You know, but does, does, does the liquor open up after a while like wine does? Or is that just uh, is that just a wine thing? I've heard people say oh. that wine's starting to open up. Yeah, no, um, it's very common in the bourbon world for somebody to be like, oh, well, that's the neck pour of the bottle. It's the, you know, the first pour. You got to give it some air time before you really see what it tastes like. I've read a good bit where there's no real science behind that. Um, I mean, if you think about it, uh, bourbon is just sitting in a barrel for years 
contacting air. Um, so there's there's nothing magical about that wood as opposed to the glass <laughs> bottle that it's in that keeps it from going bad once it's moved or changing. And really, I mean, all of the color uh, and, and a ton of the flavor from that bourbon is coming from the barrel itself. Uh, we, we can I can give a whole TED talk on this, uh, so I'll keep it brief. But um, that's that's whiskey goes into a barrel as as moonshine. Basically, it's clear. And it gets all of the color right. and a lot of the flavor from the wood. So once you remove the whiskey from the wood and put it in in the bottle, it's pretty much done changing. So, again, that's that's a long way to say a lot of people will say the bottle changes with with air over time. Uh, I don't know if the science backs that up, but uh, who am I to say that my palate's not different on different days, depending on what I ate or whatever. So um, all that said, that's that's our whiskey lesson for the evening. Um, what I cracked tonight, <clears throat> kept it on theme. I, uh, there's now for another little whiskey election. Actually, I got to explain a little bit about this. There's a distillery in Indiana called Midwest Grain Products. It's MGP go. for short. Uh, they make a lot of whiskey in Indiana and it's really good whiskey. I mean, it's, it's right across the river, river from Kentucky. The river. It's bourbon, the river, the, the, the whiskey river. Um, whiskey river, take my mind. Um, that was my, uh, uh, Willie Nelson, Elmer Fudd singing impression. Um, but anyway, Come on in, Midwest grain, fun. yeah, uh, Midwest grain products distills a lot of whiskey and then they sell it to brands that, uh, either just bottle it right away or blend it and bottle it. Um, and it's, it's very good whiskey. Uh, it's high quality. And uh, there's some really good uh, blenders and bottlers out there that just take that whiskey, further age it, uh, blend it, and, and bottle it. So uh, all of the, the three whiskeys that I'm drinking on tonight are all MGP whiskey. Um, the first two are from a distillery out in Nevada that makes uh, vodka called Smoke Wagon. Uh, they have these beautiful Italian glass mm. bottles. They've got like vines and flowers, like, you know, kind of raised in them. Really cool looking stuff. But the whiskey is phenomenal, too. And the guy, Aaron, that runs that place out there is really good at blending batches. Uh, the first one that I cracked was the small batch straight bourbon whiskey. If you ever see it on a shelf, grab it. It's phenomenal whiskey. It's at a good price and a beautiful bottle cool gold wax, just fancy looking black and gold label, really cool stuff, especially for an Eagle fan. Um, but great whiskey. And that is kind of, uh, similar every time it's, it's their small batch. Then the second pour that I had was the smoke wagon uncut and unfiltered. Uh, it's a little higher proof. The small batch comes in at a hundred proof, whereas each bag of un, uh, batch of uncut unfiltered varies because it depends on the whiskey that goes into it. This batch is 57.7 proof, which is, a hundred and I mean, 57.7 percent, which is 115.4 proof. Um, and so those were the two uh, smoke wagon offerings. And then I had a single barrel uh, from Nashville Barrel Company that's in Nashville. It's a five year old MGP uh, single barrel that is 121 proof and uh, a little little hotter, a little younger than the other two, uh, but but still really good taste in whiskey. My shout out for the week. So friend of the show, Katie Rogers, got married over the weekend. She's now Katie Rogers Freeney. She married Taylor Freeney. Um, Katie, a huge Golden Eagle uh, 
you know, so she she's a sweetheart. So excited for them. Taylor, you better act right. That's all I'm saying <laughs> on the air or we're going to. Um, Are we coming for you? We're, we're going to take you out to Lamar County and um, to the movie star, maybe to Cuevas. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Turn turn you over to the pineapple people. Yeah. But no, congratulations to the Freenies. Um, I don't know what you say to people that get married. Best wishes. We're proud Hope of you. Don't you. get divorced. I mean, good God. Uh, yeah. So, hey, best of luck to the Freenies. Um, so, interesting tweet here while well, during the show. Jason Munns tweeted that Ladavius Drain is making his first start tonight in a Tulsa uniform. So, Drain getting the start for the Hurricanes. They've kind of hit. Too. Weird. You know, and, and, and Steven Anderson's playing on the football team. It's like they have yep. a a little pipeline going there. Hmm. First start of the year. Yeah, first start. Well, and I don't really know the circumstances behind it, but there you have it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how he performs. Let's see. And that tweet was an hour ago. So um, he could be performing as we speak. He could be performing as we speak. <laughs> Let's see. Let's take a look here. Yeah. I bet we'll he would uh, perform better if he'd streamline himself using the man mower. <laughs> uh, Tulsa's down by nine right now in the second half. Let's see. Drain is one for three. He has one three pointer. One assist, three fouls, and three points. Three fouls? Holy smokes. Yeah, he's getting aggressive there. The foul discrepancy is a little bit, and it looks like the game is at Memphis. Uh, Tulsa has 12 fouls. Memphis has seven. Mm, Shocker. Yeah. So there you have it. All right. Um, Kansas State is now up 21 to nothing. All right. So um, other schools not able to pull off the super back. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's well, well, well in, in fairness, this is their first go. If they had three games, three or four games left, maybe they would get to superback status. But well, our our super the first game we rolled up the superback consistently. We took on a ranked team and took them down to the wire. That's Probably true. Would have beat them if Frank would wouldn't have got dinged up. Yeah, that's true. Or if we ran four. Well, yeah, if we went in with the the same personnel that was prepared to run super back the last two games against UTSA. There's no doubt in my mind. We win that game. He, he, you know, what's, what's I know we're trying to wrap the show here, but, but in some way we have to find a spot for Rambo Willis next year. Like he might be odd man out. If you think about it. No. Uh, like, I mean, well, he came in, what's he going to play? He's a defensive back, right? We're kind of, you know, we're, we're in good shape there. Um, you're going to feel it a little bit, but a guy who was, you know, one of the better players that we saw the last, you know, three or four games of the year. He's yeah, gonna kind of be searching for a spot. He he came dude. in. Go ahead, Jamie. He he, he came in as an athlete, and, and you know, originally he was a receiver. So, uh, you know, with the depth we've gotten on the defensive backfield, it, it wouldn't shock me to see him back there. You know, out of the slot, maybe some depth at running back. So I I, I don't think that it's a situation where he's, you know, and, and you can always use running back depth as, as we've seen. Sure. Um, so I, I I fully anticipate that he'll see some action on the offensive side of the ball. Dude's fast. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, hey, hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.
could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away when it comes to playing football. Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done. The fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done. I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs, Florida State, or Tennessee. But I chose Southern Mississippi. And right here at home is where I'll always be. I could play for Alabama, USC, our Notre Dame, you have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all to shame. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, or LSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 